What's up, bros? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. We're a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. This week on the podcast, we got nothing for 4K Spotlight or Through the Wall. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, so my wallet thanks um, the Blu-ray gods for not delivering anything uh, this week. So thank you. Um, but uh, I don't know what else I was going to say. But uh, yeah, so we... I don't know where the hell I was going with that. Uh... I do want to point out really quickly, um, so with th- Through the Wall, I mean, I know we got rid of the whole, you know, like, talking about box office, um, but, like, dude, the, because <laughs> uh, I watched a movie math today, um, and freaking, so, Spider-Verse rose back to number one, it brought in, like, I think, yeah, <laughs> so, which is awesome, so, yeah, Spider-Verse finished at number one, uh, Elemental actually got a boost, and so that finished at number two, um, both with like eighteen million, I think. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, it, but uh, freaking uh, the Flash barely beat the new Jennifer Lawrence movie. Barely. <laughs> yeah, bro. It had the the second worst weekend drop for a superhero movie, just behind Morbius. It was a 72% drop. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens with the DC the DC universe oh, as, as a whole. That so, blows. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, even though Elemental finished in second place, it didn't have a great first opening weekend, unfortunately. So... I feel it's probably going to more so find its stride on Disney Plus. Um, and I feel digital. like that's the case for most. I mean, spoiler alert for most average Pixar movies. <laughs> I did not think this one was average. Oh, this is going to be an interesting episode. Then, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I. Wow. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> Well, no, okay, now we definitely really got to get into our uh, our headliner of the evening. So, Caleb, since, you know, we got nothing for 4K Spotlight or Through the Wall, what do you say we jump into our headliner? I say, let's do it. Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal kick in the ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. All right, so like you said, um, our uh, headliner of sorry, <laughs> we good? No, you're good. We good? <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay, uh, so like I said, our headliner of this e- this episode uh, will be uh, our breakdown of the new Disney Pixar movie Elemental. Um, but before we get into that, we asked a question of the week, um, and we definitely want to read off some of our favorite answers to that. Uh, so we asked the question: uh, What element do you think you'd be? Yeah. So kept it nice and basic. Super unoriginal. Hey. Dude, that was a hard one to come up with a question for. No, dude, that's fair. That that is absolutely fair. Um so yeah, so like I said, we'll be each be reading our top five. Um so I'm gonna start with uh answer coming from Call Me Isa or Isa. 
I feel bad for mispronouncing that. Um, but they said water. I am too emotional. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I feel you there. So that's probably why mine would be water. I'm too emotional. Which one was that well. on? Uh, TikTok. Yeah. Uh, my. Uh... My number five, I mean, this is really no specific order. I don't know why I hit countdown like that. That's anyway, how, no, that's first, how I am too. Yeah. So my first one is from socks underscore does underscore stuff, uh, who said, is mayonnaise an element? <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Uh, or then? Socks does stuff under underscores between two words it's like no socks mayonnaise is not an element <laughs> <laughs> i actually put in the, the comments i said no patrick mayonnaise is not an element but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i should put socks uh, damn it dude can we just talk about how that is the funniest probably episode ever to be put on air of spongebob every <laughs> joke lands in that episode <laughs> The jokes are pretty good in that one. Like, uh, dude, I die every single time when it's the uh, when Squidward is just like, maybe if we play so loud, people might think we're we're good. And then you know, like the windows break and everything. He's like, okay, new theory. Why don't we play so quietly? No one can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I for- oh god, that is my favorite episode ever. Like, like I said, every joke lands. Freaking love that. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, like Caleb said, mine isn't in any particular order either. All of them are great. Um, so this is coming from so for number four, coming from KD. I don't know, bro. Probably cheese. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. It's a good answer. It's a great answer. Um. All right. My next one is from Jake Flood One Hundred Two over on Instagram. Uh. They said, fire, because I look warm on the inside, but I'm actually a destructive force of nature that must be contained on the outside. <laughs> I don't know why that one just tickled my f- my funny bone. Loved it. No, that's that's pretty good. I like that. Uh, all right. My third one is coming from Joshi over on TikTok. And he said, earth, because I got that clawed riz. <laughs> Fair. Definitely yeah. fair enough. I, I like it. Um the so okay. The next one is from uh BR eight on TikTok who said anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Freaking love that that answer, dude. I thought that was the funniest shit. Like, because I think that was one of our first comments, and I was just like, yeah. I it was uh, I was driving home, or I was walking. I was walking to my car, and I checked just because I like I didn't have time to look at the uh, the responses we were getting, and that was the first one that popped up, and I laughed so freaking hard. I that, no, that's great. You said it's coming from BR eight, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, t- let, let's piggyback off yours, the one that's right above it from Pizza, Depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Are you okay, man? Do you need a hug? That's freaking hilarious. Um, 
what are we at? Like, is this our fourth pick now? Uh, I think so. I think this would, yeah, this yeah, would this be your fourth. Yeah, this is four for for me. It's yeah. This is why we count down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Because uh, we could just go on for days. All right. So this one, maybe mildly insensitive, but still hilarious. Uh, Shane the Candy Cane two one five four said, "The billion, the billionaires on the submarine are definitely not air." <laughs> Damn, dude! I don't know about you, but I'm going to hell straight up for how many times I laughed at those freaking um TikTok memes. Oh, god damn, gosh, dude! Me too. Same here. And d- dude, the only friend- there's one that I. I didn't, and it wasn't even, like, a meme. It was, like, an explanation of what would have, like, realistically happened to the human body in that situation. And I was just like, oh, damn. (laughs) Like, it was not good. I'll explain it to you after. It's a little graphic. uh, Okay. (laughs) Apparently, I don't know if it's, like, actually real or if someone just photoshopped it, but apparently there's a photo surfacing of, like, how the game controller actually survived. No shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, just straight up on the uh, ocean floor. Yeah, there's a picture of it. I kind of really hope that's real. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I freaking died at the one where it's just, like, the... The um the Voyagers or whatever uh waking up on Thursday morning and it's that ending scene of the Titanic where everyone's welcoming Rose back <laughs> and it like it it like immediately cuts right before Jack turns on the stairwell but <laughs> I freaking left I felt such like an asshole for that I know that. dude this the freaking memes that have come from this though like have been fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Like this is this is how our like society freaking deals with trauma. <laughs> they just yep. create memes and inappropriate jokes and I love it. Oh shit. Alright, uh number five or one, whatever, whichever, for me would be uh it's coming from five star. I think those that's five stars. Um they said Earth because the vibe is nice. I can agree with that. I can respect that, too. Uh, My last one is from Link, the OG bot, who said I'd be a fart. (laughs) Did you see that someone on TikTok TikTok wrote semen? Yeah, I saw that, too. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I freaking love the humor on our in our comments. I, like I, yeah, I do too. So good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, who answered our question of the week. We really appreciate it. it some great answers. Some kind of disgusting answers, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, not all of them. No, I know, but. but like by disgusting, I I don't mean anything by that. I know that we're gross sometimes on this podcast, so like I mean it out of love. I know. I mean, you can speak yeah. for yourself. I'm just kidding. Bitch, you want to talk? <laughs> That's what I thought. Bitch. Oh man. 
Dude, I so if this if this uh section proves anything or this portion of the show <laughs> shows anything or reveals anything about us, the best way for your comment to stand out is to make us freaking laugh. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I wish I could have seen your uh, face with that uh, TikTok I sent you about the Flash's VFX. Dude, that was hilarious. (laughs) I laughed for a straight minute. Dude, I almost woke up Brielle with how hard I laughed. Oh, really? Dude, yeah, I had a feeling you'd get a kick out of that shit. It was so funny. I I put my phone, or I I was getting ready for bed. Like, I, I came, like, walking in. Uh, jumped in bed and I was like setting the alarms on my phone and I just saw that you sent something so I went to check it real quick and I laughed so hard oh man because I had like that was great because I hadn't seen that format before oh like, that yeah that's the style, first time I had so. seen it too oh yeah. my gosh so good so, <laughs> so good <laughs> oh. <laughs> alright um well, like you said, thanks again for answering our question of the week. We really appreciate it. Um, but let's get on to this uh, breakdown of the evening. Kate, headliner, sorry. Um, same thing, right? More or less. Okay. I promise I'm not going to change to saying <laughs> that, but it's 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 kind of the same thing. Um, but Caleb, do you want to let people know how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. Uh, The only one that's going to change with this one is going to be costumes. It's just going to be more character design than anything because it's an animated film um so with that if you have not seen elemental definitely get, go see it yeah definitely yeah, go check like, it seriously. out seriously um otherwise if you listen beyond this point rose is about to spoil the entire freaking movie for you in a segment that we love called reading with rose with two E's. <laughs> Such an asshole. You love it. Don't lie. I do. I do. <laughs> All right. Fire elements Bernie and Cinder Lumen immigrate to Element City, where they face exonophobia from other elements and struggle to find a home. They have a daughter, Ember, and eventually establish a convenience store called The Fireplace, setting up a blue flame that represents represents their heritage and traditions and attracting many fire element patrons over time. Bernie intends to give the store to Ember when he retires, but first she must control her fiery temper. When Bernie allows Ember to run the shop on her own, she becomes overwhelmed by the customers and rushes to the basement. Her fiery outburst breaks a water pipe, flooding the basement and summoning Wade Ripple, a water element and city inspector. Wade notes the faulty plumbing and reluctance, reluctantly leaves for City Hall to send the violation report to his air element employer, Gail Cumulus, who will have the fireplace shut down. Ember pursues Wade, but is too late. 
Taking pity on Ember, Wade brings her to Cyclone Stadium to convince Gale to reconsider the shutdown of her father's store. When Wade mentions he was investigating recurrent floods before ending up at the fireplace, Gale gives the duo a tight deadline to find the source. If they are able to seal the leak, then the violation will be forgiven. While searching the cana- the, ca- the canals... The, <laughs> the canals. Jesus. That sounds so epic. <laughs> it does. <laughs> While searching the canals for the source of the leak, Wade surmises? Surmises. Oh, surmises, thank you. Uh, That Ember's temper derives from from her trying to tell... From her trying to tell herself something that she is not ready to accept. But Ember denies this. Sorry for a second, I thought I skipped like a whole sentence. They then discover a hole in a dam that allows wave runoff from from ships to flood the city's plumbing, so they close the hole with sandbags. Meanwhile, Bernie deals with water leaks all over the fireplace. Wade and Ember spend time together in the city and learn more about each other. Later, Wade informs Ember that the sandbags did not hold, so Ember uses her glass-making ability to create a sturdier seal for the hole in the dam. Meanwhile, Cinder suspects Ember is seeing someone and follows her. Ember visits Wade's family at a luxury apartment, where she uses her fire to fix a broken glass pitcher, impressing Brooke, Wade's mother, who recommends her for a glass-making internship. Ember also plays the crying game with Wade, in which he successfully makes her cry when he admits he has feelings for her. Gale then calls Wade and gives her approval of Ember's glass seal, thus saving the fireplace from closure. Ember then realizes that she does not want to take over the store. Bernie announces his intention to retire and hand the fireplace to Ember. He tells his daughter how, when leaving his homeland, he bowed to his father, but his father refused to bow back. Wade takes Ember to Garden Central Station to see Vivisteria flowers, which she was denied seeing in childhood. With the station now flooded, Gale provides Ember with an air bubble for safety while Wade pushes her underwater through the station. Afterward, Wade and Ember find out that they are able to touch without harming each other and share a romantic dance, but Ember reminds herself of her duty to the fireplace and her family's prejudice against water elements and leaves upsetting Wade. As Ember is about to take over the fireplace, Wade appears and professes his love for her while also letting it slip that she caused the broken pipes. Ember rejects Wade, but Cinder senses genuine affection. Disappointed, Bernie decides not to retire and denies Ember the store. When the new seal on the dam breaks, the fire district floods. Wow, sorry. When the new seal on the dam breaks, the fire district floods. After saving the blue flame, Ember and Wade become trapped in a room in the fireplace, causing Wade to evaporate from the enclosed heat. When the flood recedes, a grief-stricken Ember confesses to Bernie that she does not want to run the fireplace and expresses her love for Wade. Realizing Wade has seeped into the stone ceiling, Ember plays the crying game to get him to drip back into his normal form. Ember reciprocates Wade's affection, and they kiss. Months later, Wade and Ember, now a couple, leave Element City so Ember can study glassmaking far away and travel the world together. Before she boards the ship, Ember bows to Bernie, who returns the jester. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out here, and this would have been so ballsy for Pixar to do, but what if Wade actually died? What if he did not come back? Dude, that would have been... I I don't know if Pixar's ballsy enough to do that. I honestly wish they would have, because I would have loved to see... And I know it's messed up. Like, Don't get me wrong, I love the ending of this movie, 
but I would have been so interested to see an ending where Wade does not come back and Ember, um, you know, like I think that I could still see her going and doing that whole internship with the glass company because I feel that for um for how much of a connection Wade's mom and her had, it's not like she's just going to be like, oh well my son you know died. She knows that she didn't kill her son, um, so she's not going to be like oh well yeah I retracted. I that would still happen I feel, and so just seeing her still go out on that adventure but without Wade and just like the trauma that she would go through with uh she feel she feels that she found her true love but she it was too late um it's never gonna happen just that would have been so freaking dark for pixar but i would have freaking loved it that would have been so freaking cool that would have been really really ballsy of them and i would have loved every single second of it right i did Uh, love the ending (laughs) i did too no don't get me wrong it was was great (laughs) <laughs> oh, dude, same here. It was great finally seeing them, you know, kiss for the first time, loving embrace. That was great. But it was just been so freaking ballsy of Pixar to be like, yeah, check this out. Mic drop. Yeah. Dude, have we... I mean, none are coming to mind, like, at least off the top of my head. Have we seen Pixar characters kiss like that? I don't think so. I can't think of like a single, like just kind of going through the Pixar movies in my in my head. I don't think we've ever yeah. seen like at least a a because I remember like watching it like when they did and having it feel like oh that's weird, but like not for any specific reason. No, I get I what you're like, saying. It here. was more like. Real like seeing a public display of affection in a Pixar movie was a like odd, <laughs> like because I mean even like with the Incredibles did we even get that with Mister and Mrs Incredible? We see, we see implied PDA. Um, okay, so I do know that she kisses him on the cheek. Um, I know that it is implied that they pinch each other's butt. Yeah, but I remember that. <laughs> uh, I don't think they they share a a kiss or anything like that. I know that like they have like big family wow. group hugs, but that's that's really it. Like the only time that I'm remembering them kissing is when they get married in the first one. But like that's I don't... yep. But like, wasn't that kind of like a oh like 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 you jump into each other's arms and then like it like. It has them dip down to where we don't even see it, or like rarely see it, or am I like remembering this wrong? No, you do see it. You do? Okay. Yeah, it's because like they're in the middle of the conversation, and then it like cuts to, and they're uh, like kind of a wider view of them, and then yeah, she she kisses Mister Incredible. Okay. Okay, now I'm remembering. I'm remembering it a little bit better. So, yeah. So, but not the first, but... One of, like, the very few. I can only... That's, like, the only characters I can think of in any Pixar movies. Yeah, I know. Or any Pixar movie. Like, a lot of the time you get, like, nuzzling, like, when it's come to, like, cars or... um, uh, Good Dinosaur. Speaking of, it's kind of funny that uh, the director of The Good Dinosaur directed this movie. He's definitely and improved. I- yeah, dude, drastically. 
because God, I did not like the Good Dinosaur whatsoever, and I really enjoyed this one. The only thing good about the Good Dinosaur was the effects on that. Dude, and even not not even like the character design, I feel was good. It was the backgrounds. Like literally, if you told me that that was like just like actual footage that they had filmed, I would have believed you. <laughs> it did not look like animation at all. Dude, true that. Um, but yeah, like getting into this story of like this was this was a timely story that they told. Yeah, it really was. Um, yeah, like definitely it's something we've, we've seen before. Uh, one, one side of a person, uh, one side of a, wow. One side of a, oh my God, I'm going to butcher the hell out of this. Jesus. <sighs> Do you want to talk? Cause like, I can't, I can't really, uh, wrap my head around of how I want to, uh, say what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking, like, when it comes to, like, what this movie was, it touched, it turned the fire people into, a, I feel like, a bunch of different, um, oh, gosh, what's the word? Maybe, like, oh, I can't think of the freaking word. <laughs> Maybe, like, it turned him into, like, a bunch of different persecuted peoples. Like, in our okay, yeah. real world. Yeah. Like, the the comparison. Um, like, first off, like, you have, like, the aspect that they immigrated from a different war, or a, a different land entirely. So, you have that to deal with. Um, you have that they're kind of the minorities because the, uh, like element city is built around air, water, and earth, uh, where those people all kind of seem to live peacefully while the fire people have their own like little subsection. Um, they're definitely the odd man out. Yeah. Um, I feel like you, you kind of have. So you get, like, a lot of the minorities. You get, like, immigration. Um, I kind of feel like you get a lot of... Uh, and maybe this was just me, but maybe, like, Jewish reference. Like, because it kind of felt like they I didn't pick up on that, but that's interesting. Didn't? I might be uh-huh. the only one. Like, because what, what got me was, the like, someone coming from a distant land... Like immig- immigrating and bringing their their culture to this new land, and it's it's has like religious undertones about it. So maybe that's why I like instantly like started thinking Jewish. It's an interesting way to look at it. I like that. Yeah, I, like this <laughs> dude. Like I I may be freaking. This movie over really and, made you think. I know. Like this this movie freaking. I'm overanalyzing the shit out of it. I I know hey, that. Nothing but... wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, it uh but it was it was like so good. And then like like on on the other hand too, like I, like yes, they touched upon like all of those aspects, but you're also dealing with um 
like parent child dynamics, like maybe some guilt that the children of those people feel for pursuing something that makes them happy instead of like carrying on with something that their parents like have always like idealized for them. Like it, it is, it was such a, like, it's, ah, gosh, I might have to talk myself up. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's one of the those movies. So I went to I took Iris to see this. Um, oh hell yeah! Yeah, and so she sat through the whole thing. She loved it. Yes, um, that's awesome. So it just kind of st- stands to show that this had something for adults to kind of sit on and like think about compared to like their like our lives because that was like the comparison I was making. I was just like, this is like a lot of shit that we're dealing with. And then yeah. it had all of like the fun aspects uh, for children. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I, there was a bunch of children in my theater. Luckily it was a good viewing experience. And mine was not that great at the beginning because there was this little girl behind me that uh, kept getting up um, and kept trying to wiggle her way. Um, kind of like uh it seemed like she was trying to jump over to the area that i was in uh like over the seats and like just before she was about to like make it all the way her mom would be like sit down i'm like you didn't notice that before she was already that close yeah that that's freaking tough like dude there there was that there was this kid that was to the right of me that i'm all i'm saying is thank god that there was a seat in between me and these parents and their child because this kid was literally just, um, I felt like off the rails the whole movie. Like, I get it, you know, like, totally makes complete sense, you know, a kid needs to stretch his legs throughout the, throughout the movie sometimes. Makes complete sense. But not for the whole damn hour and a half, right? Yeah, that's bullshit. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what that kid was doing. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I told Iris, I, like, because she usually would use the, or in uh, when we went to go see Little Mermaid, she wanted an excuse to stand up and like walk around, and so she told like she would tell me or Brielle like, oh I need to go potty I need to go potty and so we'd run her to the bathroom but she wouldn't go, and so Brielle started asking like do you just need to get like wiggles out and she's like yeah. And so I told her, like, this go right. Because, so she, luckily she sat through the whole thing. But we, um, bef- like, right before the movie started, um, she told me she had to go to the bathroom. And we had just gone. And so I was like, okay. And I ran her to the bathroom. She didn't end up going. And I said, did you just need to get your wiggles out? And she's like, yeah. And so I told her, I'm like, if you need to get your wiggles out, you can stand up. But you just can't bug people that are watching the movie like you have to be quiet you can get your wiggles out and like we can continue on with our day and she's like okay and so there was a lot of times where she would stand up and it was so funny to see because she would like she would sit down be eating her popcorn then she puts like set it down to her side and just kind of like sit there for a minute and then she'd get up off of her seat and stand and then she'd like wiggle her whole body and then she'd like kind of walk back and forth between like my seat and her seat, and then she'd sit back down and be fine. 
Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is perfect. Like she's yeah. not bothering anyone. She wasn't being loud. Like she was getting her wiggles out. Like is perfect. Yeah. So like that's how it should be handled. But I mean, anytime she got up, I was like on her ass. Like <laughs> I was, it was more like just like be loud. I freaking dare you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dude, I don't freaking play. Like, I'm not going to be the asshole that has a disruptive child. But you'll you'll be the one that checks his phone, though, right? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to bring that up. I, oh, I, I was about to go <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, shit. I hope DJ's listening to this one, because oh, that one was shit. for you, DJ. Dude, the the fire that built inside my soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I love it. Oh my god. Oh shit. All right. If you, if anyone ever wants to piss off Caleb, just mention him, phone, theater. <laughs> Those are the three. Dude, trigger my words. instinct was to like freaking go off. Like, oh, oh my oh, shit. gosh. <laughs> oh, that was great. But, I mean, so getting back to the story before I freaking pop a vessel. Um, <laughs> Jesus. This was a really well done and well paced story. Absolutely agree. This, it's a classic love story of opposites attracting but honestly i love the way that it's done you know two elements that shouldn't shouldn't yeah. mix together but when they finally touch it actually makes sense and the way that they did the animation i mean we'll get to that but just the way that like when they finally are actually they actually touch i feel it's like it's so um what's the word it's like honestly so moving and it's done so beautifully like i actually started tearing up when they first when they first touched hands Dude, it was fantastic. Such a sweet moment. Yeah, I freaking loved that. Um, gosh, like, I think it, like the reason that it maybe like stuck out to us is because of like the build up to it. Because like you had these moments point. where he would like you could notice his arm was like boiling, and so he'd scoot away. And then, like, yeah. they would get close, and then, like, one of them would be, like, nervous, or, like, he'd start boiling again, and so they'd back off. And so it was just constantly doing that until it was just, like, this climactic moment. Like, let's just see. And, you're, like, I was just like, yes! <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. It was so well done. Like, just that buildup was perfect. No. Their their relationship alone, uh, I mean, definitely a lot of stuff happens uh, in the background of this movie. You know, the the side characters, everything like that. But the love story between Ember and Wade is just so well, so well done and so well told. And freaking, I will admit, there were many, there were a couple times that I did tear up during this movie. I mean, I'm not shocked. It's freaking Pixar, and I'm a sucker for a good love story. Um, and this was definitely one of them. Um, so yeah fantastic job yeah i'm a i'm a big sucker for freaking love stories like major sucker but i i found myself uh like recognizing the emotional parts but they just didn't 
quite have the same impact as previous movies have. Okay, that's fair. But, I mean, regardless of my stone-cold heart, like... (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I, uh... Says the guy that cries when he watches Dear John. Dear John. Or no, the what's notebook. That? That's what it is. My bad. Yeah. Says, that is yeah, a completely the guy different that, movie, Rose. I don't care. But what? whatever. My point still stands. You say that you have a cold heart, yet you cry every single time you watch The Notebook. So that I don't want to freaking hear it. absolutely true. I've, yeah, I I've don't cried with every viewing since my first with that movie. See, yeah, I don't. And I feel it. like with each viewing, it's gotten worse. Like it's because I know <laughs> it's coming, and then I'm just like emotionally getting ready, and then it happens. I'm like, I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh man! But yeah, like it was still really well told. Um, I really like the relationship between Ember and her father, and. That was very the good. thing that like maybe like verge of crying, but like kind of like emotional freaking donkey kick was um when they bowed to each other at the end. I was like, oh, oh dude, that was so sweet, so good, was such a sweet moment. I really hope that uh, Wade and Ember's parents or uh, they do. I mean, we didn't really even get to see them. Um, talk to each other at the end when they were sending both their kids off. But I do hope that they have somewhat of a decent relationship because Wade's mom genuinely seems like such a nice lady and I just want to be best friends with her. Dude, right? Uh, <laughs> so I really hope that they have a good relationship. Yeah. I, I bet there's lots of like funny shorts or whatever that we could get from that relationship alone. Yeah. Speaking of shorts, just really quickly, what did you think of the uh, uh, Carl's first date short? That Dude, played? that, that yeah. wrecked me. Dude, right? <laughs> oh, the fi- you know what I love? Whoever I don't know who directed it, but kudos to them uh, for deciding not to show the actual date. The final thing that we see is just him walking with Doug to the actual date. Like he says one good, you know, he tells Ellie, you know, you'll always be my girl. He's talking to her picture. You'll always be my one girl. And, you know, I promise the latest I'll be is, is 11 PM. I promise. <sighs> it's just such a sweet moment. Dude, that and broke like I said, me. I, right. Same here. <laughs> oh yeah. I started crying. And the fact that this is Fred, Fred Asner, I think Ed is the voice Asner. of Carl, Ed Asner. Thank you. The fact that this is his last, uh, voice role as Carl, um, that really makes me even more sad, so that made me cry even more. Oh, man. Uh, you have no idea, but, yeah. dude. No freaking clue. That's I think <laughs> that was like part of it that, that did Fair. me in. And then it was yeah. him talking to the uh to the picture that got me too. But yeah. that that's that short had everything, dude. So when he uh when he dyed his hair <laughs> Oh god. I, I laughed so hard that like mostly because of like just that scene but it was it was iris's reaction to it because like so we'd watched all of like the doug days shorts we've seen up like she knows carl frederickson and so when he came down and his hair was like all dark like like (laughs) 
<laughs> her reaction was, huh? <laughs> and then she, then she leaned over, Dang, oh what's wrong God. with him? And I'm like, that's a great question. <laughs> oh my God. But it's just adorable. her like, huh? <laughs> dude, that's amazing. Yeah, that's easily going to be my favorite memory from that that short. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> completely, completely, completely understandable. Oh my god, that's amazing. I love like the age that she's at right now because she's just starting to like react to movies, and it's yeah. like it's nice because it's not like it's it seems like she understands context a little bit. Like, oh yeah, this is funny, this is sad, and like blah 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 because like there were moments where she would like just kind of hold my hand like and it was more the, like the tender like lovey-dovey moments and then like she'd sit there be giggling her her pants off and like it was <laughs> it was great that's adorable but i mean Aww. that just stands to prove how good this movie was crafted yes absolutely agree so where are you sitting at with uh with story uh yeah, like honestly, I really enjoyed this story a lot, and not gonna lie, this might go down as like one of my new favorite Pixar movies. So I'm honestly at a, uh, I'm gonna say a 91. I am not quite up there. Um, I I think I I had some issues and maybe like here and there is maybe mostly pacing. The overall story okay. was was good but it was just some minor pacing issues um i'm gonna be down at like an 88 okay that's not bad all right next up we got writing dude the writing for like the different elements was so so good especially wade's family of how like the littlest things like everything would just make them cry and the fact that they have the freaking crying game (laughs) was so amazing (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> Man. I I thought that was freaking hilarious, dude. I I love the crying game. I I will say this though. Initially, I found Wade to be a little annoying. Okay, I could see that. I I didn't myself, but I can completely understand that. Yeah, I think I think it was just like like it it did well at building up his character. So I, it's hard to want to dock it for that, and I, I won't. I'll try to not let my score reflect my personal feelings. That's what I always try to do. But anyway, um, yeah, I just found that, like, how emotional... I think he should have just been a little bit more, like, happy and chipper. And I think the crying was just a bit excessive for me. Okay. Like, I, it kind of came that. off as, like, sad boy. Like, because I've... Oh, man. This this may be a personal thing for me. <laughs> because, like, what I'm thinking of is Wade came off as, like, a sad boy. I know a lot of freaking people that use their emotions and mostly like when it comes to crying or sadness or anything like that to manipulate people. And I can't stand that. And so that's kind of what put a negative 
taste in my mouth with Wade. But Wait, how are we still friends then? I'm well, kidding. no, you. I'm not kidding. the same thing. I don't whatsoever. I was. Like, I don't think I'm that way. At least I hope I'm not. No, not even a little I bit. I hope like, you would I tell me. Someone okay. who like will straight up like fake cry to get their oh god yeah to get their part like to basically guilt their partner into doing shit. Oh Jesus! And I'm like that's. I hate people like that. Yeah, that's too far. Yeah, so that's kind of the initial vibe I got from Wade. Because he, it seemed like he would like kind of get emotional and cryy, and it would get Ember to do something. Yeah, and I, was, I, I didn't care for that. Okay, I, I, I can understand that. But like I said, I think that might be more of a personal issue than a writing issue. <laughs> no, dude. So, I, I setting that aside, <laughs> I'm going to uh... set that baggage off to the off in the corner and I'll unpack it later. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, okay. So speaking of, you know, like with Wade's, you know, endless crying and everything, what did you think of Ember's, uh, anger issues? Do you, do you I think don't that think that were... they were too overly totally. done. They weren't honestly, everything that she, like her father's just like, no, 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 let's let, let's not overreact. You know, just, just let the customer have, it. I'm like, no, like the whole free sparkler shit. Yeah, it's like oh, buy one, pit. get one free. <laughs> yeah, I no, dude, I just I, want one for free. I ooh. Mm. okay. First off, that made me question her father as a business owner. <laughs> I'm like, how Fair do enough. you let like you just let people get away with that? Like that? No. Yeah. Like a load of crap. Load of crap. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but in like a place that, you know, is focused on fire, why would you just leave them on the counter? Yeah. What the- <laughs> At least hide them somewhere and like just have a sign that says buy one spark or get one free so that you don't have to worry about someone just lighting them out of the blue. Yeah. Like, no joke. No freaking joke. So... Yeah, I mean, I th- I feel like that like did really well at pro- basically getting us angry with Ember. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because you definitely sided with her when it came to those instances rather than her dad. Yeah, at um, least I did. I will say this though: the line that Wade throws at freaking Ember like hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, when he was saying like, oh, like maybe your anger is just telling you something that you don't want to hear yet. I was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I, I was I, like, I, oh, shit. Yeah. Like freaking just like another like freaking luggage <laughs> that's going yeah, in right. the corner, getting just... ready to get unpacked later. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Pixar. Why are yeah. you so good at this shit? Yeah, dude, like, they're so good at just taking these little lines and, like, freaking ninja starring them in the back of your brain. Dude, straight up. Like, whoever freaking did writing for, um, like, the the main one I, I think of is, like, WandaVision. Ooh, yeah. That grief is just love that doesn't know where to go, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah, damn. Talk about an emotional gut punch with that line. 
Yeah, and it, like same thing with this line. Same exact thing with this line. Freaking pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way, right? Yeah, in a good way. Definitely in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> but still aggravated me. So um, okay, understandable. I get it. Yeah. Um. Gosh, like they they had some good dialogue in this, like really solid dialogue, and like they, they good really jokes did. that like weren't even at like the forefront. Like when uh they went to Wade's place or his aunt's, like wherever he was staying. Like was it his mom's place? I think it was his mom's place. Okay, so yeah, when they're at his mom's place and his uh, nephews come and they're like, "If you fall in the water, do you die?" And then they start shaking her chair. I was just yeah, like, "Dude!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Damn!" Like, I sure as hell hope not. So, like, I know they showed it in the trailer, but the fact that uh, his brother named his kids Marco and Polo. That, that makes me so happy. That was the funniest shit, dude. Like, oh, I love the I loved the uh, the name puns. Yes, like agreed. Uh, like it's so it's funny because you can like based off of the names, you can almost tell what everyone was like, what element they were. I mean, like, Ember, you freaking, like, that's a, a freaking gimme. Um, her dad, Bernie, like, Burn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, her mother, Cinder. Um, Wade, his full name was Wade Ripple. Like, this thing was, was packed full of freaking puns. Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, my my personal favorite was Gale. <laughs> yeah, that one was great. Oh, freaking love that! And then, like, just going through this, uh, these other um, names real quick. Like, you got, like I said, Gale. You got Wade's mother, Brooke. Um, Claude, Flarietta, Fern. Uh, Flary, like you, like the freaking puns are top notch, top yeah. freaking notch. <laughs> I absolutely agree. So, so what are you thinking uh, with writing? Honestly, I didn't really. I might just be like a tad below, but the writing was still just as good. Um, so like, I'm, I think I'm gonna go a ninety. Yeah, I might be around where you're at. Not at a 90, but just like one below my uh, writing score. So I'll, I'll give it an 87. Okay. All right, next up, moving on over to acting. Uh, we have Leia Lewis, who voiced Ember. Mamaudu? 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 Mamaudau? Athi? Who voiced Wade Ripple? Uh, Ronnie Del Carmen, who voices Bernie, Ember's mother or father. Uh, Sheila Omi, who voiced Cinder. Wendy McClendon Covey, who voiced Gail. And then Catherine O'Hara, who voiced Brooke, Wade's mother. 
Why do I feel like I know the Sh Sheila Omi? That's a good question. Nothing I've freaking seen. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like nothing I've seen. I feel like I recognize that name for some reason. I don't I have no idea why. Hmm. Um I got to say though, I really like that they got actors that aren't super like A-listers. Same here. Yeah, cuz for I feel for the most part everyone here just blew it out of the water with their voice acting. Did a fantastic job. Oh, yeah. Dude, this... I hope that Pixar or just animated studio... I hope this movie does well to show that you don't need a big ticket name. If you have a movie that looks good, like, th that should be the selling point. Well, I mean, you could, not... you could honestly say that with Spider-Verse. I mean, I mean, yeah, you got some, like, decently heavy hitters uh, but i'm like if i'm like thinking of like the main characters in the first one like especially the guy that played miles morales i had never heard of the guy um yeah and he freaking blew me away with his voice acting yeah he did amazing in that um sorry i'm looking up wade's no, you're good, imdb man. he hasn't been in a lot either i recognize the face though um, probably, did you watch Jurassic World Dominion? That's what it is. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, he was hey, in the Unicorn really Store, though. Oh, hey. The movie that I hate more and more. Dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I joke, I joke. Yeah, I, I mean, the, 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 the cast here too. is fantastic. Yes. So, absolutely. who? What's your your top three look like? Uh, top three for me is looking. Sorry. Uh, number three, I'm gonna give to Catherine O'Hara, who played uh, Wade's mom, Brooke. Absolutely loved her. I wish that we could have gotten more with her. Like honestly, she was so so great, so funny, and I love the connection that um. Wade and Brooke had as a father and son, f father and son, sorry, a mother and son, a great relationship. And, um, honestly, I would have loved to see more of it. Uh, number two, I'm going to give to Leia. Is it Leia or Leah? I was going to, I said Leia or Leah. Okay, Le Leah. 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 Uh, Leah Lewis, who played Ember. Amazing, amazing job. Absolutely loved her. She really brought uh, this character to life. And um, when she was finally brought um, into Wade's life, absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, Leia just killed it with this role. Uh, but number one, I got to give to. I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm gonna butcher this name. Mama Dao. Mama Do. Mama Dao. <laughs> it's such a hard name. I feel so bad. It's such a cool name. I mean, I'm, we I'm gonna think. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I'm going to go with Mamadou. I hope that's right. Uh, Athi, uh, who played Wade. By far my favorite character in the movie, and one of the biggest reasons, of course, is the voice. Um, Mam Mamadou. Mamadou. I'm sorry, man. You absolutely Dude, I was like five it. seconds away from calling him Mr. Athi. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Okay, you know what? Let's do that. Mr. Athi. 
killed it in this movie as Wade. Like you said, Wade is my favorite character in this movie, and Mr. Athey is a huge reason why. Um, the emotional scenes that he has to have, not only with just because he's a crier, are great, but the emotional scenes that he has with Ember are just so great, and I absolutely loved his performance, so he is my number one. Dude, his his uh his performance was just freaking magnetic. Yep, agreed. Like I I loved like once I once I got over my like personal hatred of his type of people, like I I oh that's so funny. I, I dug him. Um, but yeah, my my top three looks almost exactly like yours, except I would flip flop, uh, Wade and Ember. Okay, but yeah, I, like. He pretty much covered everything that I was going to say about him. So (laughs) I freaking love them. Uh, Nothing but good to say. Um, I will say this, though. Their three is the same. That's awesome. Yeah. like, And it was close. It was close between her and and Bernie. So Ronnie Del Carmen. It was really close. But I, I feel like... Catherine O'Hara is the type of person that just can do no wrong in my eyes. I love Seriously, her. Seriously, <laughs> she is a national treasure. I love her. Yeah, so it was it was real close. Could have freaking been a coin flip, but I'm I'm giving it to Catherine O'Hara. I love it. All right, so what are you sitting at with your uh, your acting score? Um, I don't know. No one really brought it down for me. I had a good time with all of the performances. So, I think I'll give it the same score as my writing. Or, yeah, my writing. I'll give it a 90. Damn, we might be on the same page with that. Hell <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm going to bump it up a little bit uh, higher than my writing, so I'm, I'm going to give it the same as my story. Okay, there we <laughs> go. Giving it an 88. All right, next up we got character development, which this was kind of morally focused on Ember. Yes, yeah, definitely agree. Um, and great character development, I gotta say. Um, seeing her start out as someone who is so dedicated to making her father happy that she's so excited to take over the store uh, when her father finally decides to retire. Just the whole plan that he has laid out for her. She she genuinely seems excited, but then you know when Wade comes into her life, She finally realizes, you know what, that is not what I want. I actually want to be my own person. I don't want to follow in my parents' footsteps. You know, I I want to I want to pursue something I'm really good at. The the fire. What is it? Fire glass. Yeah. Okay. Um, No, she wants to pursue that. Um, Seeing what happens when her parents find out about that, but thankfully it all works out in the end, and she's able to go. And pers- go with that, with her her father's blessing, um, and Wade gets to come along as well. It's just, I feel it's a really good character arc. It's I mean it's nothing like groundbreaking, um, but for the character that they set up for, the, wow, the character they set Ember up as in this movie, I feel the character development really really works for her. Dude, I absolutely agree. I th- I thought she went through some incredible growth. And I I like that it was, she was kind of ushered by Wade to, like, yes, have this change and open her 
opened her up to the uh, the changes that she needed to make within herself. So I mean that that was it was really well done, and it's the way that it worked is like you see her kind of at at a high, and then it just things just kind of continually get worse and worse and worse for her until she has that realization that she wants to do something different, and then she almost I mean not almost she does she like straight up rejects it and like turns turns Wade away and like get out of here and like that was like freaking heartbreaking dude seriously the the fact that throughout this whole character arc she's finding her person at the same time is amazing i absolutely love it yeah and that like damn near everyone could see the connection that these two had except them or maybe yeah. not even them, maybe just her. <laughs> yeah, because Wade oh, yeah. was Wade all in was there. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, he was all in. Yeah, dude, so... freaking that part where uh, it's uh, her mom is doing that whole ceremony thing, and you know she's like, "Yeah, you can't fight, fight, you can't light the flame." So yeah, it's not true love. But then he does the whole thing with you know lifting his shirt, and he's able to light it through uh, his his uh stuff. His- wow through his stomach just every like that was so freaking cool and that's just freaking true love right there god i loved that that was fantastic i was wondering how they were going to pull that off yeah right like it took me a second to realize like what he was trying to do i was just like dude like are you like leaving and then it like turned into like what it did it was so so can't freaking talk so good are you okay yeah (laughs) it really was yeah, I freaking loved their story and just Ember's personal story too. Like once she was finally able to tell her dad what she wanted and his almost Im- immediate acceptance of that. Yeah. Like was it was really heartwarming and I I I appreciated it. Dude, I was caught off guard. I don't know about you. When uh, they showcased that uh, the two uh, customers that were always in the fireplace, they're the ones that took over the store. <laughs> I, I I was caught off guard. I did not expect that. But Dude, I loved I it. That was, that was so good. funny. <laughs> that was so great. I loved that. That 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 was a smart. That was that was good writing right there. That was damn good writing. And then he became the like the freaking lazy ass on the chair. Yeah, <laughs> so so good. Oh man. Yeah. So I mean, the character development here was fantastic. Like it, everything made sense. Like it just it it took you on like a a wave of sorts because you see like. Don't you mean a Wade? (laughs) (laughs) You're dumb. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. But no, like how it's like a a downward arc. And then you just kind of see the highs and the and lows until you eventually get to like the really like to the bottom of of this arc and then work your way up to to the top. What what we get at the end. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was incredible like because it's almost like a reverse arc in a way because you see you see ember at the beginning who's 
who feels like she knows what her purpose is. She knows that she wants to run the store. And you see Wade come in and he completely flips all that on his on its head and makes her start to question herself, like what she actually wants out of her life. And then she gets to the like the end where it seems like she's searching, still searching for that purpose. And she's off to explore and see if if what she's wanting in the moment is what she really wants. And it was, I thought that was great. Like kind of steering someone off the path that they've set for themselves or have had set in front of them. So I, I think it's it's really really interesting story once you start like deep diving into it. Agreed, absolutely agreed. So what are you thinking with character development? Just because like Domar, it was great in this movie, but it just wasn't like anything like groundbreaking. Um, I think I'll be sitting at like an eighty nine. That's a little high for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, question is how high no like this despite what i said and how much i like love what this story was i love how well the story worked for these characters Mm -hmm. but i'm with you i don't think it was groundbreaking in the slightest it was it was good it was interesting and it was well told but yeah it wasn't the best in the world. Like I've seen similar stories and kind of follow this path, but I mean, obviously not as well told as this. So I'm, I'm sitting around like an 86. All right. Next up we got effects, which is mostly talking about the animation. Oh my God. This animation was amazing. Beautiful. That's all I have to say. You're probably not going to like me. <laughs> oh, shit. Were you not a fan? I, okay. Don't get me wrong. The stuff that was supposed to be, like, beautiful and awe-inspiring was. Okay. The rest of it, though, was a little underwhelming. Ooh, okay. I, so, I have a... Oh, man. I feel like <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm trying to think out of this. Um, I like to see continual growth come from uh, studios. One that I feel as uh, ch- chill, freaking chill out. <laughs> I feel so like the the prime example has been DreamWorks for me. That is like. Like they're at the peak of their their animation style right now, and it's because it is really uh, stylized. Had a hard time thinking of that word. Um, this feels like if it feels like Pixar's kind of been stationary. <laughs> what? Rose is about to freaking burst a Do vessel. You, you you saw how Ember and her family look, right? The amazing animation of the flames? That's something Pixar has never done. I know, but it's just something about, like, 
I know okay, like don't listen, get me wrong. The character, I get design, what you're... the character design is great. Don't okay. get me wrong. It's just I'm thinking about the world at large. Like this world was like super underwhelming. See, I disagree because like I get where you're coming from with you know puss in boots, you know being stylized and everything. But I feel with them, they're still taking a book. They're still taking a page. DreamWorks in general now. And a lot of animation studios from Spider-Verse. Honestly, animation will never be the same after Spider-Verse. That the that movie, those movies changed animation forever. Mm-hmm. But to me, Pixar is still different in the fact that they're still trying things different. I just I just reiterated what I said. But <laughs> god damn it. We've never seen them do this kind of stuff. A person made completely out of water, a person made completely out of flames. This is something we have never seen them do. And the fact that they pulled it off this well and the animation is just flawless on them to me, I feel Pixar deserves another win um, for how they still continue to impress me after so many years of their uh, upgraded animation. They, they blow me away every time. But I'm also a Pixar whore, so you know that could be <laughs> also a reason. I will fully admit I'm a Pixar whore, dude. It, okay, it's like with this, it was a different body, same face. I still disagree, but that's just me. Like it, I know. Gosh, I'm okay. I'm looking at pictures right now just to see <laughs> like what I might mean. <laughs> I think, like, the eyes, I don't know, like, okay, the Earth characters. The Earth characters have very Pixar-esque eyes. Like, I feel those are freaking drag and drop from other projects. Um, okay. Ember, I will say, is look is the most 100% original. Wade looks like a Charlie Brown knockoff. <laughs> I got it. Oh, dude, he- I got he looks like he came from a freaking Charles Schultz comic. Oh, you can rightfully go suck one. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. You can rightfully go suck one. Uh, I know. I, I, I had a feeling I was gonna get hate for that. Like, don't get me yeah, wrong. Sorry, man. The animation was good. Just it's good. it's just good. good. It was just good. Wow. Wow. Dude, yeah. I'm going to bump up my score just in spite. <laughs> uh, I'm at like an 85, if I'm being oh, 100% screw honest. screw you. I, I, okay. I'm kidding. No, I, I'll, I'm at I'll a stay ni- at the 85. I'm at a 95. Fair, I kind of expected that. <laughs> And I, I'm going to point this out right now. That was my original score before I, before you freaking bashed this animation. I didn't bash it, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you kind of did. Oh, man. I knew I was going to get for this. DJ, Sam, am I wrong? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just like calling out two people here. But he bashed the, the animation of Elemental. I didn't bash shit. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Dude, I knew uh, as soon as I came out of this movie that I was gonna that we were gonna have issues when it came to effects. <laughs> I yeah, was like, I'm pretty enough. sure we're gonna be like pretty on par with everything else. It's just when it comes to effects, I think we're gonna have issues and I was absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> Lo and behold, here we are. 
Oh, man. But, all right, moving on <laughs> over to uh, music. Um, The soundtrack's, I would say, very good. Uh, I will say the original song that they, excuse me, the original song that they did for this movie, really, really good. Um, I forget the band. I know it's called uh, Steal the Show. Sorry, let me scroll through Spotify here. Uh, st- yeah, Steal the Show by Love. I'm assuming that's how you say their name. Um, freaking love that song. I think it's a great original song for this movie. Um, so while that is great, I feel that the soundtrack surrounding it is just good. It's not great. It doesn't really. It doesn't necessarily stand out to me a lot. But that song alone definitely does bump me up. That's fair. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't too impressed with any of the scores. Um, but I. I. Like you said, I, I like the the original song, and that was about all I could say about the music. Um, where are you sitting? I want to say a seven. Seven. I I was leaning more towards six. I can give you six. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you have that. I'll be nice. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, music and costumes are the one where. The only two categories where we kind of have to be unanimous about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why we don't average that one out. All right. Next up, we got costumes, which for this is going to be character design. And this is this will more accurately reflect what I feel about these characters. The animation style, yeah, wasn't the biggest fan, but the design of these characters was really good. Okay. Like, I really liked how, like, all the water characters looked. Um, I loved how Ember looked. Like, I thought she looked incredible. Seriously. Like, oh my god. Yeah, like, all the different, like, characters, like, they all looked really good. And, like, felt like their own, like, individuals. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely agree. Which is wild when it like you're when it comes to like the the cloud people. Like all of the cloud people felt different. Like there weren't very many that I felt looked similar. And the if I did think they lo- looked similar, it's because they're super far away and I can't really see them all that well. Fair. That that is absolutely fair. Um I think they did really well with the uh the earth element people yes like i felt that was really smart making them different types of um basically trees (laughs) yeah or just anything like it was either dirt bushes uh weeds like a super wide array of uh of styles with that and then the water people, like, they all had different styles, too, which was great. Like, they all kind of had different shades of water. Like, kind of... That's true. They kind of ranged from, like, a really light, um, a really light sky blue uh, to kind of a really rich purple. Yes. Definitely agree with that. So I thought that was really well done. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that like stood out to me about these these characters. 
I think I thought it was really well done. Like everything that they they pulled off. No, honestly, I agree. I don't really think I have anything else to add. Yeah, I I liked how each element kind of had a base style, and then like was able to adjust themselves based off of that. Honestly, the only people that I feel they had maybe struggles with like a diversity of designs was when it came to the fire people. That's fair. I I can definitely agree with you there. But yeah, other than that, I loved it. Like I thought it was really well done. They have a solid silhouette, which is something I'm always looking for. So I'm I'm fairly high with this one. How high are you though? I am. So what what are you at? Because I have a I'm a like I'm sitting at like a nine and a half. I was sitting on a nine. At a nine, okay. So I I can give you a nine. Okay. I was saying like nine and a half because it's like I could go either way. Like if you wanted to give it a ten, like okay, maybe more realistically, I was sitting at like a nine point four. Okay. Um, but you you could have definitely been talked up to a ten. It would have taken some some convincing, not a lot, but some. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, costumes sitting there. All right. Last up, we got personal score. All right, who do you want to take this one? Yeah, yeah dealer's choice. Uh, why does that have to be my choice? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go first. Um, overall, I freaking loved this movie. This is to me is Pixar back on top after uh, some like. Don't get me wrong; I've liked all the previous Pixar movies, but to me, uh, this is them being back on top since probably probably onward. Because I really enjoy Onward, um, but I've kind of just enjoyed uh, their previous work after that. But this, I loved. Um, I had such a great time with this one. The love story was absolutely fantastic between Ember and Wade. Uh, their whole the dynamics between uh, both of their families uh, were absolutely great. Um, and just yeah, overall, just such a fun movie, such a great love story, and I honestly can't wait to to see this one again. Um, th- this, uh, this definitely has reached my top probably 10 Pixar, if not top five, we'll see after a couple more viewings. Um, so I'm sitting at, Caleb might kill me for this. I'm sitting at a 93. Hey, I won't, I won't judge you on, on your enjoyment of this film. Okay. Like, it, it is a really good one. It is a damn good movie. Um, I had an absolute blast going to see this, um, but I feel <laughs> in my heart that it was mostly due to going to see it with my kid. Um, I think my reason why is I enjoyed it so much. Sorry to cut you off. Um, no, you're good. But <laughs> it's it's like I want that love story. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> so there's my like hope that like maybe one day I'll get that. Um, so I think that's probably why I, I really enjoy this movie even more. Um, not that I'm lonely, I mean, kind of. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I didn't want to come out not, and say how it. How does that not scream I'm lonely? You know what? Fair enough. 
Fair yeah, enough. I, I had a good time with this movie. I really liked the um the self reflection that it helped had me do. Um just kind of taking the more adult themes from this. Like I really enjoyed that. Or not adult. I'll say more mature themes. Like the th- things that I could pull from this as an adult what, that I really appreciated. Um and yeah, it I mean it's a great kids movie. It's a great movie for adults. It's not one that makes me want to freaking run my head first into a brick wall. Like that's like something important that I'm looking for in movies like this. Just ones that like my kids can enjoy and then one that I can enjoy as well. So yeah, I had a, a really good time. Not as much of a good time as Rose did, but still a really good time. After you say your rating, I actually did change mine. I'm sorry. You're changing yours? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm giving mine an 87. Okay. So I'm changing mine to a 91. Any particular reason? <laughs> Um, I remembered that, uh, I think I gave Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, a 93, and I'm sorry, they are not, don't get me wrong, I love this movie, but they are not on the same level that close, or, they're not exactly on the same level, and I still enjoyed Spider-Verse a little more, um, so I just gotta knock it down a little bit, (laughs) but it's still, it's still in the 90s, it's still in the 90s, you gotta give me that. That's reasonable, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, I with, have my reasons. With that, that wraps up this week's breakdown. So, going through these scores real quick, starting off with story, uh, we're kicking it off with an 89.5. Writing is down one point, sitting at an 88.5. Acting jumps up half a point, sitting at an 89. Character development was one of the lower. Uh, categories that we scored, but it was sit- still sitting at a very solid 87.5. The effects were definitely one of the, the higher points of this movie, sitting at a solid 90, just despite my best efforts. Ah, <laughs> oh, screw off. The, the music is was average. It was good, but average. Um, so we ended up giving that a 6. The costume, or the Character design was really well done, so we ended up giving that a 9. And then our personal score ended up averaging out to an 89. So, with all of that, um, all of those numbers, the final All Bros letter grade for Elemental has come out to a... B+. Woo! Yeah! Love it. Yeah, that's a that's a great score. So I'm I'm super happy with that. So it ended up get getting in uh, an eighty seven point three one. So I mean, it got it did pretty damn good. Like let let's see compared to our other. All right, so out of fifty six B plus movies, this. Ew. Yeah, this ended up ranking at... Where the hell did it go? Oh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is at 36. 
Okay. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, so, like I said, it is sitting at an 87.31, which puts it at the exact same level as Detective Pikachu. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so right, freaking I love like that. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Going up what it's below first. Um, so, Elemental is sitting below Freaky. Which is at an 87.37. It's below the Black Phone, which is at an 87.5, as well as How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. Uh, It is also below Parasite. Alright. And then it is... uh, Then it's below Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, then going the opposite direction, we ended up putting it above the Willoughby's, which is at a 87.24. Beth, I'm sorry. Isn't that her favorite, like one of her favorite movies? I don't know. I feel, I thought I was the only one that liked that movie. I thought she liked it too. Did she? I thought maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. That was Great. Quite That's a while what I'm going to be re-listening to tomorrow. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, all right, let's see. It is above Psycho, which is at an oh, 87.1. <laughs> this is my piss you off. It's above Halloween 1978, which is at an 87.06. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, it is above Nobody, which is at an 87. And then it is also above Nightmare Alley, which is at an 86.87. All right. Not bad. Yeah, so the margins are ridiculously close here. Yeah, no kidding. Seriously, damn. Yeah, like, you're not even getting a full percentage. Like, let's see how far down you have to go. So to get a full percentage, you're down 16 movies. Wow. Yeah. That's that's just getting 1% away. Damn. That's insane. Yeah, that's freaking wild. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with where this ended up. I think this is, is like the perfect home for it. Yeah, I can agree. Yeah, so. Um, unless you got anything else you want to say, Caleb, about Elemental? That I do not. Okay, well, I would say that... That will conclude this episode of the Albros. If you like what you heard and you want to follow and subscribe to us, or wow, <sighs> I butchered that. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more from us, uh, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are everywhere, honestly. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere. Uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube as well as some bone. Wow, I'm reading old script. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we we do just... need to update that. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, if you prefer to listen on YouTube, catch the episodes on there. That's all I'm going to say. Um, if yeah, you want to have a video format social... now, eh. Yeah, eh. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, where you can DM, DM us with uh, episode ideas, answer our questions of the week. And give us uh, suggestions that you want us to do for our mini breakdowns. Uh, you can do so 
And the, those are as followed. We got Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Albros, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at the Albros. Or if you prefer, you can email us at the Albros channel at gmail.com. Um, sorry. Uh, if you want to check out our website, you can find it at tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. Or if you want to check out our merch store, you can find it at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Albros channel. Uh, next week on the podcast, we'll be breaking down Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So that's going to be a fun one. Let's hope it's better than number four. But uh, I mean, that's a ridiculously low bar. <laughs> true. You know what? He's got a point. Um, but yeah, uh, until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we'll see you guys next week. Show long. Ah, the fuck. Ah, I've ruined my Carl voice. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs>